You ever wonder why we're here? I actually have a question for you this time. Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. (laughs) You missed your old familiar friends waiting just around the bend. Someone please stop me. I I think that's all we can use. I don't get the reference. (laughs) Whatever happened to predictability? Oh my god! I don't get the reference. Is that fucking full house? <laughs> god damn! I can't. Uh, maybe like full house, but we are one card short here, evidently, of a full deck. <laughs> Welcome to RVB Recall. Welcome back to RVB Recall. Uh, You might still be singing the Full House theme, which is perfectly legitimate. Uh, If you would like to replace it with with a different theme, I would like to start you with, in West Philadelphia, born and raised, and y'all have fun with that now. (laughs) Yeah. DuckTales. Not a sitcom. (laughs) Says you. But the song is going to be stuck in your head forever now. This is also true. It's not a sitcom. It's an animated action adventure. It's a sitquack. Fight me. (laughs) Damn it. That's Mark. (laughs) It's me. Hi. I'm here as well, everyone. Y'all come back now here. And this is Megan. Hey, everybody. That's all? (laughs) Dude. We we are hit. We are like we were joking about it before. We are (laughs) nailing panel energy right now. Like it's been ten days, and we're like, well, time to time to do the show. Last, like, you would think that we rolled right in from Sixth Street, but here we are. Let's be real. We all stayed out way too late last night. We might have been going to the Jeff Williams concert. We might have been doing the meetup at uh, what is it? Is Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings Buffalo Billiards? Be- Buffalo, is it is not Buffalo Wild Wings. It's Buffalo Billiards. After our after our traditional dinner at the Iron Cactus. After our traditional yeah. dinner at the Iron Cactus. Or we might have just rolled in here fresh from the Ruby panel going, who all's here to, to watch us recap the Ruby panel because you couldn't make it in? Yeah, hi. Things we've actually done in years prior. Too bad. We we're going to talk about red versus blue instead. And we're going to talk about red versus blue and everyone's like, <laughs> click. Also, <laughs> Hi. I'm Katie. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know about you guys. It's I certainly feel like I stayed at Sixth Street last night. Oh, seriously, oh my dude. God. I don't know yeah, if I'm I don't know if I'm sweating or crying. Too. Oh god. It's too hot outside. Uh, my brain refused to shut down until well after midnight. And there's someone nearby that's playing music way too loudly. But, uh, yeah, feels like 6th Street, yeah, all right? big 6th Street energy. Big <laughs> 6th Street energy. Oh, and we had terrible cocktails the other night. <laughs> Huge 6th Street energy. Got him. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and everyone who is of age listening to this having flashbacks and everyone who's underage going, really? I'm like, yeah! So what we're yeah. trying to say is that we miss going and attending RTX in person and getting to see everybody. And drink responsibly. <laughs> and yes. drink responsibly. Absolutely drink responsibly, guys. 
This is why we don't do drinking games during our shows, because otherwise people would be dead, and that's bad. That's why we have a bingo card, not a drinking game. Yeah, we should get this party, like, actually started and talk about Family Shatters, (laughs) which is our nice little 10-episode, interim, non-canonical, batshit insane comedy show that we are getting in between seasons of Red vs. Blue. And we got to see in the first night panel and also in the uh, RVB Zero panel, we got to see the opening theme and all the music and all the animation that goes with that. Megan, since you started us <laughs> off on this. You started wanted, this. You did this. <laughs> this is all you. I want to know what you thought of it. Oh, man. This was such a treat. Um, I mean, I, I think it was during our big sort of Q&A of um, – you know, our postseason Ruby stuff where um, we were talking about like potential what if content for for Ruby. And like at mid sentence, I just realized I was like, oh, wait, do I just want WandaVision? And I kind of feel like <laughs> Red versus Blue heard me and said, you called? <laughs> <laughs> Except I don't think we're going to get any psychological drama in this one. I think we're just going to go a little insane. Um, excuse me. Eddie Revis is writing for this show. I don't <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not count I'm not putting anything past this writing team. At the I'm same not- time, at the same time, Zero is giving off intense Ralph Boner energy. <laughs> Like, really? He's the rad uncle surfing in on a sword? Like, first of all, like, just because I'm here, I cannot wait to hear Christian's cool uncle version of Zero. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> I am I'm excited for this. I am excited for Comedy Diesel. <laughs> I just... Comedy Diesel? Comedy Diesel. I, I just... Man of comedy. <laughs> I need it. I really need it. I, I just, it's like blood gulch, but with even fewer stakes. And I'm here for it. I am here for the weird ass blood gulch PSA treatment of this brand new set of characters that we got because there is so much potential there. And I love them. Like this past season we had, okay, it's fast and furious energy and i almost called it fast versus furious and that tells you exactly <laughs> where i am right that's now. the next movie that's that fast versus ha- furious look it has look. to be uh, yeah if they don't call it like fast 10 your seat belts i'm gonna be <laughs> mad i stole that joke from someone on twitter okay but still solid so, yep yep uh, you know props to that twitter user whoever it was for coming up for it because it was not me but you know how you look at the crew of the Fast and the Furious and you sit there and go, okay, but what do they order at the drive through What does movie night look like for these people? Like, what film do they pick? Who talks through it? Who throws popcorn? Who is actually really invested in the romantic subplot and doesn't want anybody else to know? Like, what is casual time like for Dom Toretto and his family? barbecues and drinking coronas anyway sorry continue yeah but i feel like that's what we're getting here and i'm here for it i want it the the intro the fact that instead of an intro they just did the 
they just showed the intro. Like that's that's all that we need to see. We don't need to see a clip. We don't need to. See, I mean, technically, this is a clip, but we don't. They didn't need to make an additional trailer. It was just like the entire oeuvre of this show is encapsulated in this theme song. So it's like you have a, a style of comedy, a style of production, all of the people involved, where this takes place. One of my favorite things, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to be talking about the panel to the wheels up panel. But one of my favorite pieces of information that we got was somebody just asked, is that just an aerial shot of downtown Austin? And they went, yup. <laughs> like, I was working on a, on a video project recently where I was getting a lot of like B-roll. I think I also have that same drone shot of downtown Austin in a project coming up. <laughs> I mean, you know, when we start covering the, when we start covering family shatters, that has to be our cover art is that downtown Austin with the uh, <laughs> RT recall on RVB recall on it. You know, yeah, you we, know, you we know, have to do that. You know, if if we're if we're out of Blood Gulch, we should update the art. You're absolutely right. That's yeah. just us thinking on the fly. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not like a. And if you look under your seats, like it's not. <laughs> it's not <anything laughs> if you look like under that. your seats, you'll notice we've been in your house. No, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right i'm gonna i'm gonna bring the room down a little bit we're gonna, we're gonna turn because we have to talk about serious things Aww, mark uh, well but so i i I, oh, I wanted to ask what everybody's favorite part of the trip was there a particular character moment that we got that that was your favorite I, I have to go with just Manaconda rising from the grave <laughs> and immediately getting lawnmower manned. <laughs> Perfection. Pretty rad. I, I have to uh, uh, I have to concur, I think, with what yours is going to be, Mark. Uh, just zero surfing in <laughs> um, in I, the most radical fashion possible. I think all of the every single instance of these characters. What, I mean, I, I would say arguably, except for Agent One, who just has a cake for some reason. I think uh, aside from that just being, hey, I have cake, what's up? Uh, everybody else got a character moment that told their story in, in such a great way. Um, like, how can you not like the sister-sister back-to-back? Like, really? Yeah. That, oh. that if, if Honestly, if Zero didn't come through surfing on, on whatever he was surfing on his uh, sword his okay it was okay it is the okay sword that's right it is i i had to roll it back to make sure that it was this i have i have the frame paused and it's just zero hanging loose just like what's up sup bra like i can't i can't <laughs> imagine what christian is gonna do um, but yeah, if if it's not that, it's the back to back sister moment. So good. knife wife. <laughs> Who's now? Would would that the fact that that scans? <laughs> the fact that that scans. <laughs> so wait, very very important question. Okay. So if that is sister sister. Does that does that mean Raymond is going to get a smart guy not a uh, spinoff? Yes. Great. Cool. Cut I and mean, print. Moving on. 
You heard it here first, folks. I can confirm nothing. Okay. Uh, I I mean, in all seriousness, I, I, like, I think my favorite thing about this trailer, like, uh, all the moments were great. The lyrics were great. the, The vocals were great. But honestly, I think my favorite thing about it was just how much it really did capture that nostalgic sitcom vibe. Like, Modern TV, I I don't really watch traditional sitcoms anymore with the three camera setup and the laugh track. I don't. But I watched them all the time as a kid. Sister, sister, full house, uh, like a whole bunch of other stuff. I I mean, like literally I'd come home um, from school, mid, like middle school, and I'd sit down and watch – or my, my grandma would pick us up from school and uh, I'd sit down and watch Full House until my mom was available to come pick me up. Um, and so, yeah, I spent a, a lot of my childhood watching sit, like the type of sitcoms that this show is trying to to capture the vibe of and like parody, but also homage. And I I know it's probably not everybody's cup of tea, but I really dug it, and I I really had a good time with it. And I'm I'm looking forward to to seeing what they have in store. Yeah, we're we're just taking some time here. We're not putting out another full season yet. They're taking time to work with their tools and discover more of what they can do and how they can work within the Unreal Engine. And they're giving us a 10-episode sitcom in the middle of it. And you know what? Why the hell not? It's the the going joke is, yeah, Red versus Blue is a comedy after it does something that makes you lie on the floor and cry (laughs) your face off. Uh, It's good at that. So it's like, okay, we are getting like actual comedy seasons, though. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's getting back to its roots. Yeah, yes. well, I mean, in in all honesty, it's going back to situational comedy, which is very much in line with classic Red versus Blue, but also the anthology thing is also not outside of <laughs> Red versus Blue's wheelhouse. It's true. So, I I'm I mean, I remember I think it was season 14 was the yes. was the anthology season. Yes. I remember like they like the they, it was an entire season of experimental animation and storytelling, it, it, like a whole whole bunch of different things with like non-canonical stuff and stuff that is canonical but done in a completely different style, focusing on different characters. I loved that season. So the fact that we're getting more of that, I'm not – I'm here for it. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. I could use some laughs. Oh God! <laughs> we are we are smack in the middle of the 2020 DLC right now, and uh, boy, it's a long one. I didn't want this expansion pack. Ooh, why did it download <laughs> automatically? I thought the battle pass was free. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Depends on who you're fighting. Fair enough. Um, Speaking of Unreal. Oof. (laughs) Anyway. I was going to say, we okay? Do we need a minute? (laughs) I mean, no, but we're going to keep doing this anyway. (laughs) We've all had that bit at conventions where you're standing in the middle of the dealer's hall and the whole crowd is swirling around you and you sit there and wonder if anything is actually really real right now. We've all had that moment, right? (laughs) 
just me? I think you need to drink more water when you go to class. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm there. Like I'm in my mind's eye. I'm just feeling it. And I just hear like a muffled, like, like I'm just hearing like announcements over the speaker and like the, some sort of like mid nineties pop song that's kind of playing that it's just, <laughs> I was, I was thinking okay. new radicals. You get what you give, but I'll take, I'll take that one too. Semi charm so kind of life. Let's go song about crystal meth. So, yeah. okay. The next time we're all at RTX together, crystal meth? I'm going to make sure that you both keep drinking water. Okay. <laughs> misunderstood. No, do not do crystal meth. I misunderstood. That's my, that's Don't my fault. That. F- note for future no. self. Let's cut that out. It's just, it's just that moment of being that one single person, that alone in the crowd moment of, oh, this is a mass of humanity and here we are. It's, it's a little zen and also a little weird. We are venom. (laughs) No, not that. I think, I think the worst thing is we're trying to figure out a way to transition out of this into a, into a pretty serious topic and we just don't want to do it. There is literally no way to do it. So we are just going to. I gave you a decent segue when I said it's not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> we were still joking about crystal meth. <laughs> I don't like crystal meth in my tea, personally. For those of you going, what the fuck are you talking about? Semi-Charmed Life, if for some reason you Baby. haven't heard this, is a song about doing crystal meth and then doing weird sex acts. Oh my god. So yeah. Why are nice. we talking about <laughs> Because we talked about a mid-90s song. Oh my god. Okay. Look. Listen. It's about Superman. We got it. Thank you. You're welcome. Look, they cut out the really explicit bridge when they were initially playing it on the radio in the 90s which is why nobody knows the words to it so yeah um we do need to talk about the serious things we do need to take a step back and talk about the reception that this announcement has gotten because we've definitely had people who are in it to win it people who are excited people who are there for it and we've had people who really really aren't. And we've said this before on this show, on the Ruby After Show, on pretty much everything we cover. You are entitled to your opinions. You are absolutely allowed to have an opinion. You are allowed to express that opinion. You are allowed to disagree with people. What you are not allowed to do is attack people. You are not allowed to hurt other people because they disagree with your opinion. And for the love of God, If you see something and go, that looks like it's going to suck, I don't want to watch it, maybe don't say that to the creators of the thing that you don't want to watch. Like, that's a valid opinion. You're allowed to think that. I've watched movie trailers and gone, ooh, not for me, but I don't go tweeting the studio and the actors and the scriptwriter and the director and going, hey, this looks terrible. I don't want to see it. They don't need to hear that from me. And if you're not into red versus blue, which, um, hi, I guess. Or if you're not into, yeah, I know, right? Or if you're not into the current season of Ruby, or if you're not into something, the creators do not need the, this sucks and I don't like it feedback. It's fine to have that opinion. It's not fine to rub that in people's faces, especially when they're working so hard to bring you entertainment. Because there's a couple of things that 
that can happen now in this, in the, the realm of the social media to where if you, if (laughs) this is going to make me sound really high and mighty, but I don't care. Uh, if, (laughs) if, if you think, if you think your opinion matters and you give a bad opinion or if you, or if you act outside of like being a good person or a normal person, then the the people that you want to hear your opinion never will because you will inval first of all you'll invalidate yourself they'll mute you they'll block you they'll whatever and either <laughs> either you can last jedi it and say we're going to do it but we're going to do it better good luck with that see how that goes uh or you're just going to be shouting at an empty wall and and like there's no there's no growth to that like the you don't you that doesn't help anybody you know it, the the old the the old way and now i really am sounding like i'm on a pedestal uh the the thing that i would i would suggest instead instead of tearing people down build up if you don't if you were a fan of something and you don't like the direction that it's going take that that spark take that inspiration you know because all it takes is somebody going well and and this i don't necessarily think is a is a bad way of i can do that better and how can you then you get to apply yourself you learn a skill you you know if it's out of spite that's a different story but it's sort of a thing where no no project or no idea when you have it stays the exact same by the time you get there. Like if if you have an idea for like you know, if you look at red versus blue, you can be like, oh, this is kind of like clerks in space. But then clerks was kind of like this movie and another thing. And then this was, you know, you can see it's not cyclical, but you know, you can see the inspiration of certain things. So instead of tearing down, build up, make your own thing, it's it's easier than ever. You can either just grab a cell phone and shoot something, or you can download Unreal Engine and make your own machinima, or you can use Halo Infinite, or like what whatever you you can really do anything these days. And if you are spending your time tearing people down who work really hard on something just because you don't like it, who are who who are you? <laughs> like why why why? it's it doesn't help anybody it doesn't help you it just keeps building this animosity and negativity and come on just do something do something better with your time (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i i understand if like there's always people saying it should have ended at eight it should have ended at 10 it should have ended at 13 it should have ended wherever and again if that's your opinion that's fine and that gives you a realm that you enjoy, that you can work within. Fan fiction, fan art, comics, podfic, all of it is a hundred percent. Podfic? Have you never done podfic? I mean, we've done, we've I, absolutely I, done podfic. I was going to say, I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referring to. I'm learning <laughs> all sorts of terms the Magnus tonight. archives. It's when I, you oh, write, wow. it's when someone writes a fic and then someone else goes, I'm going to record that as a scripted podcast because it's fucking amazing. And then they do pod fic. You're, you're thinking of the Underwood collection. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know all and of the horrors what, and that also you listen to Katie. What, Katie. Katie, what do we do Katie? on this channel? What, what were we just talking about like half an hour ago? <laughs> Katie, <It's>, Katie, <laughs> y'all shut up. It's a different thing. 
it is legitimately finding a piece of fan fiction that already exists that you like that and then recording the audio exists. version of it. It's oh, like audiobooks. Okay, hold on. We need to clarify that. It's not <laughs> because it's that, not a scripted podcast. It's a which is what thing. the Magnus archives is. Yes, but this is the best that I can give you for that because I know you've never listened to you have listened to a podfic once. Anyway, guys, okay. Anyways, pause. listen to Welcome to Vale. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's what we were getting. Yes. The oh. point being you have other seasons of the show that you can base your creative endeavors on. You have characters you already know and love that you are more than welcome to take and sprint with. Like, all of it's legitimate. All of it's fun. Do the thing. Have a great time. But man alive, if you think the show should have ended with season 10 and you really don't want to watch season 19 when it rolls down the line, that's fine. But you coming to the people working on the show and saying it should have ended at season 10 doesn't do anything for you, doesn't do anything for them, really just brings the mood down. It, it reminds me of the shows- joke from from uh, Walk Hard, just the wrong boy died. And it's like, <laughs> well, what, is, what does that do? No, it, nothing. It, oh, nothing. It means absolutely nothing. And we're all laughing at you. Like, and that's – it's. Cut to now. This exact this exact moment, we're all laughing at you. <laughs> it does nothing. Yeah. Point being, and again, if you if that's the opinion you hold, that's absolutely fine, and you're welcome to hold that opinion. It's it's a legitimate one. It's a legitimate opinion. You're allowed to have it. Um, you don't need to tell. You don't need to throw it at Noel and Fiona and Eddie and everyone else who's working on the show. You just don't yeah you can have an opinion don't rub people's faces in it and and the thing that gets me especially with this though is zero comes out people are like oh this is so different where's the blood gold people you know finding stuff to complain about and then when this this is literally going back to machinima it's a comedy series situational comedy as megan pointed out earlier and it's all of it's it's all of the guts of red versus blue with a new cast and people are like, "Ugh, what is this? And just like, okay, we can't please you. Just please leave. <laughs> just go. <laughs> Guys, the era of blood gulch is over. We're just, we're probably not going to get more content with them. And I think that's something that you kind of need to accept and that's okay. And there, there's, a, there's a thing in wrestling where uh, as the old generation is going out, they go out on their back, which is to say they go out putting over the new generation and making sure that the new generation gets a good start. And the way that zero did that with wash Carolina and Tucker was great. And, and one of the things that we kept talking about at the end, go back and listen to all of the reviews from, from RVB zero. And one of the things that we kept saying is I wish we had more time. I wish we had more time with these people. I wish we had an opportunity to learn who these people were. And I think Regardless of of this not being canon, we are going to be getting more time with these characters and at the very least getting shreds of their character that will translate to future rewatchings of Zero and whatever comes next. And that's that's like this is a great checkpoint for some frivolity, some levity, some comedy, but also some character stuff where we get to spend more time with these people as people. 
There's a quote from the panel that I want to bring up that I wrote down verbatim because I thought it was great. As long as it speaks to the truth of who these characters are, and it's funny, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny. Very important. Like, if, if that's the backbone of this season, I'm in. Because that's Blood Gulch. Guys, that's mm-hmm. that's OG Blood Gulch. They made it to make fun of the fact that the warthog looked weird and kind of <laughs> looked like it should have been called something else. What, and like that's where it started. <laughs> and that was the point. Yes, that. Um, like, and look, I'm like, we're we're also not saying that um that you shouldn't like that art is free from criticism or or this particular art is free from criticism because we like the thing. No, if you go back to our podcast, we had very specific issues with um some technical stuff from last season and pacing. Like there there were things that we had issues with, but at, at the same time, you know, we all also acknowledged that they were working, you know, they were working during COVID times, working really hard to bring us as good of a product as they possibly could. Like, there were a lot of factors going on. And, you know, so we're able to account for that as we're watching this show. Um, but, like, if that's something that you can't get pat and you know looking forward to seeing how how they learn from rvb zero and make continue to make the show better and better as it goes on um but if that's something that you can't get past that's fine if a if if a piece of entertainment ceases to bring you joy it is okay to just stop watching it is okay to turn off the TV or to close your browser and just move on with your life. It's not okay to treat people to treat people in the way that a lot of people <laughs> that a lot of so-called fans treat creators. It's just it's unacceptable. <laughs> oh man, fans don't know how to be fans anymore. I'll tell you. <laughs> and it's actually turning a lot of potential creators away from creating because they don't want to deal with it. There's mm-hmm. the anxiety is too up, great. Look up the um, look. I hesitate to use the word controversy, but that's kind of what it is surrounding the story. I identify as an attack helicopter. Uh Shit went down. It's not good. If transphobia is an issue for you, you may not want to read about that controversy. It's very difficult. But the long story short is, if you keep tearing up creators for not doing exactly what you want, you will stop having creators. People will stop making things because they do not want to be in the crosshairs of angry fans who do not understand how to mitigate their comments and that maybe they need to seek out a different audience for their opinion that isn't direct feedback to the creator. And we we won't have creators, we won't have new media, and everything is going to be in the hands of the large corporations who really don't need to listen to your opinion anyway, as opposed to the smaller corporations who are more likely... Smaller corporations, wow. <laughs> well... Smaller creators who are more likely to listen to feedback and more likely to give you the representation you want from marginalized groups. Like, if you alienate them, 
because it's imperfect or you don't like it, you're not going to fucking have it anymore. <laughs> and, so and maybe don't. Yeah. And, and like what, what's great about like we're starting we're starting to see more and more of that content uh, pervade into like mainstream it starts small and then as that stuff gets big and respected and acknowledged then it goes up to bigger companies or once that sort of representation um gets to express themselves at these various companies we start to get those different representations and it's only it's only going to make things better like really and and the one i will keep saying if you think you could do it better give it a try because you will learn something along the way that will change your perception one way or another and you will grow as a person try for yourself yes yeah and and honestly you'll probably be a lot happier if you swing for the fences and learn and grow than if you just you know sit down and make angry threatening tweets like you're gonna be a lot happier (laughs) if you create rather than tear down before we move on to our next topic we want to talk to you really quick about itunes thank you to everyone who has gone over to itunes who has subscribed to the channel who has rated the show who has left a review we really really appreciate that it helps our numbers it helps other people find the show so if you know anyone who is into Rooster Teeth animation in general, for this one, RVB specifically, it's a very, very good way to boost us in the search terms and for them to be able to find us. So we don't have any new reviews this week, but thank you to everyone who has already rated and reviewed. And if you have not already, I would encourage you to do so. It is super easy, barely an inconvenience, and it really does help us out. Of course, if you want to pop in on the discussion, say hi, talk about all sorts of stuff, including RT animation, movies, Overwatch, all sorts of great stuff, head on over to our Discord. It is linked in the uh, summary of this episode. Pop in, have a good time. You can also chat with us on our Twitter at The Rooster Team. And if you haven't already, hop on by RT Public and check out our merch store. We've got all sorts of fun designs in there that you can wear on your shirt, your mask, whatever it is you are wearing in public or on stream nowadays. I am particularly fond of the I hate the ships you like shirt. I'm sure you'll find something you love there too. Go check it out. Pick something up. They make great gifts. They make great clothing. Uh, Unless anybody has anything else to say about this, I think that's a great transition into the panel. So, d- so d- section great because one of my favorite things that we got to you know I didn't I didn't really know what we were going to get from this panel. It said zero wheels up, so it made it seem like it was going to be a bit of a um, like season nineteen. Well, not necessarily like a season nineteen, but just sort of a recap on and sort of a a, a like a um, a debrief of zero, and we and we're talking about the season, but. Then we we got to the panel and we got not just stars, but all of the the creatives and people that are behind the writing of this new miniseries. And I I loved hearing from Jen K. Tidwell. I loved hearing about the Unreal Engine uh, that they're using to machinimate in this. And I know it's like a big company, blah blah blah, whatever. But there, it's it's them getting back to getting so to speak getting their hands dirty with the tech and 
making something and being much more familiar with the process of it and hearing and hearing her story too of like yeah, there's man there are some great panels from the animation festival like a lot of the different representation the women in animation uh there's so much great stuff and and jen was on a bunch of those but like i as well once i got home i should say because i was driving i don't worry i what i was paying it shut up so I <laughs> you can listen to something that's an audio format and still drive safely. That's yeah, how right. I got through a shit ton of critical role. <laughs> but in mentioning uh, that how easy it was to use Unreal Engine, uh, I just upgraded a bunch of stuff on my computer and I downloaded Unreal Engine and I want to give it a go because one of the things that I since moving to Orlando, you know, I, I've had, you know, I have some people here uh, in terms of like friends and people to hang out with or whatever, but like, I haven't, I haven't felt good enough to like create that much, you know, like I've written stuff and we podcast and, and, and there are a couple of other shows that I, that I have and that I do, but they're all sort of like related to another thing, but hearing from everybody about how like user-friendly, you know, it'll take a bit to learn, I, I imagine. But it, it's, it gave me sort of that thing of like, oh, we can, we can create, we can do stuff. And, and by working in animation, that gives me an opportunity to, to work with like you two or, or Stacy or, or anybody else that, that, that I really like it opens the gate back open to, Hey, do you guys want to do something? I've got an afternoon and I have a script and that's that sort of, I, I haven't, I haven't sort of felt that freedom of movement in a long time. Like even with, with my last big job that I had, that was technically a creative one, still kind of in a box in terms of like what we could do. But this, I am, I am so I'm first of all, I'm completely resigned to the fact that I will probably have to get a new video card and absolutely dreading it. But the idea, the idea and the possibility that we can create something and do something new and do something fresh. And this is coming from a group that's been doing this 18 seasons plus and is like yo check out this way that we're changing the game and we're making it more accessible for more people to create and they're they're offering you know they, i mean they didn't make the engine of course but it's still a th- thing of being like look at look at this panel i trust this panel i trust jen i trust noel i trust well eddie um but <laughs> <laughs> oh he he ribbed me really good, but I can't talk about that until we talk about the uh, uh, the Grim campaign panel later. <laughs> I would say them's fighting words, but that's uh, f- fighting lack of words. Aww. No, that was that's just me. That's just me getting getting Eddie back. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm absolutely kidding. Eddie, Eddie is a wonderful person, and just so that I na- I say them all, Hannah McCarthy and Joshua Kazemi as well. But that whole the whole panel was just so lighthearted and great, and hearing about how they were using Unreal Engine was really inspiring. And as somebody who always kind of wanted was interested in animation and wanted to get into animation, the idea that it's something that I can learn at this point in my life is really inspiring. And so I have to thank them for that. That, that I it's 
like I'm staring at, <laughs> I'm sweating, but I'm staring at the icon like, do I click it now? now do I do no, I open we're it up? Of a podcast. I have a different computer, it won't break anything. <laughs> no, no, no joke. Um when I was like, you know, Jen was talking about how early red versus blue inspired her um, because it was machinima. And she was like, I, I could do that. This is a thing that I could do. Um, And seeing where she's at now, like that in and of itself is really inspiring. Um, But yeah, it, hearing her talk about it, it actually was very reminiscent for me because I remember, you know, when I first got introduced to red versus blue and fell in love, um, with all the stuff that they were doing, uh, and you know, the early two thousands, um, like <laughs> when we were children, ha ha ha. This is kind of embarrassing, but I had the exact same reaction of like feeling inspired, and so like I actually wrote out some sketches that I intended to Megan. to machine make. Megan. Um, it wasn't it wasn't red versus blue, uh, or, or Halo oriented specifically, but like, and obviously I. They're Megan, not good. They're Megan, not good, obviously. But do like, you, I <laughs> do you still have them? No, <laughs> no, Damn they're it. lost to time. Um, are they on like a floppy disk somewhere? No, no. I that think was I hand that era? wrote them. I Ooh. hand wrote them. They're like in a notebook somewhere that probably got thrown out. <laughs> Bro, sign that. Throw it on eBay. Make a couple grand. That's some good stuff, man. I'll tell you. I mean, next time you go back to your parents' house. Yo, dude, Megan, you should not have said that because I am going to bother you so much about that. <laughs> like, real, like earnestly and not like making fun, not memeing or anything, but just like, yeah, but you, but now it's a thing of like, you want to do it? <laughs> there is nothing quite like sitting here watching Megan open Pandora's box. <laughs> Knowing that Mark is in Florida going ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Well no, it's it's there's a panel that we use for for Caden a lot on Yahoo Talk Show. I don't know what anime it's from, but it's it's some pilot in a cockpit going uh, it's two frames. It's one frame I'm of a I'm a genius. Oh no. And, oh no. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> There's another one from, I believe, the same anime, and it's got macro text over it, and it just says, we have long since passed the point where we should have stopped, but let's keep going and see what happens. Oh, Boise. I will send that to you, because it's, yeah. the, it's the partner to, I'm a genius, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, my my point was that <laughs> in, the, in the same way that, uh, you know, a lot of people found... Um, Red versus blue in its very early days to be really inspiring because it's like a, a lot of people hadn't been introduced to the concept of machinima and um, red versus blue made it accessible to a pretty wide audience, um, you know, who were like, I didn't know this was a, a, a method of filmmaking. Like, I didn't know that this was a thing that I could do. I want to try to do the thing. Um, and so in the same way that early red versus blue was really inspiring to a lot of people. I look at Jen going through, you know, the this intro bit by bit and explaining it in in a very educational way. Like it 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 brought a smile to my face and it warmed my heart because I'm like sitting here going like I really hope this is inspiring. Um a lot of younger people who are fans who really liked Red versus Blue Zero. Like I'm really hoping that it's inspiring them to take, you know, to take their ideas and to run with them. Into hopefully better directions than I did, but 
<laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, you had a Ratatouille moment of, like, woof, like ch- child Megan, like, writing out these scripts and being like, I'm going to machinimate these someday. <laughs> woof, and you're back in the back in the present, like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I also really did love the way that she went through it and said, oh, yeah, we found this animation. Oh, yeah, you can put an animation on one arm and another arm at the same time. You can segue one into another if you overlap them on the timeline. It was this very simple, very straightforward explanation of how they use the engine along with the, oh yeah, they have a whole library and you can just download simple animations for free. That's where we got the skateboarding one. That's where we got the turn and walk. That's where we got this. Oh, and here's where we used a little bit of mocap. We have a whole mocap rig for hands that can do this and that and the other. Like The explanation, it's worth it to go back and watch the panel just for the step-by-step explanation alone, because it day. is some, yeah, it is some fascinating inside baseball, and I love it. And that's one of my one of the things that I think, and and I hope people don't consider this a negative. I think I think it's, but huh, let me just say it. I think one of the things that we miss out on the 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 expo being in person is, let's say you don't get into that panel that you want oh, but there's this other panel happening right now and, oh, this could be interesting. And you can wander into something and we know because a lot of people wandered into our random ass stuff through, throughout the years. <laughs> um, but you never know what you could wander in on. And you're like, oh, animation, this sounds like animation and whatever, this sounds good. Or, oh, maybe I should get into Red River, or like whatever. And I think the like, I love RTX at home and the fact that everything gets a spot to shine and we're highlighting this, we're highlighting this. This is, this is important. Every single panel gets the same amount of importance and billing. And I really like that, but I do miss the ability of being able to wander into something of like, Oh, we didn't make it in. Let's see what's going on in here. And I think this is one of those panels where, I mean, we're putting this on our red versus blue show, but we're going to, I'm, like when we do the social for this, we're going to be like, if you need any further reason to listen to the red versus blue zero panel, listen to our show, but then go back and watch that, watch that show on the rooster teeth site. Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. And honestly, I feel like anyone who wants to learn unreal should watch the latter half of that panel. Once the step-by-step breakdown begins day by day. Totally, totally God agree. damn it, Mark. <laughs> That's two. I got one more in me, but I, I like we, we got a little we got a little bit of a preview of the next season, um, just in the sense of people going, "It's crazy." But uh, <laughs> other than that, it's it's n- nice to see how just enthusiastic everybody was about what's coming down the pipeline and how invested everybody is in making sure that both of these characters and this series succeed. Like it's nice. It's nice when you see that people are into a project and they're not like, yeah, well it's a paycheck, you know, it, that's it's especially these days where people just kind of need work. It's great that we're getting something that everybody, like everybody involved is like, Oh, I, I get to do this. Red versus blue still has that. Like it, it's going back a little bit to what we were talking about. If, if, you know, let's say people fell off of Red versus Blue like nine seasons ago after after X, and for whatever reason, Willy Wonka shows up at your door and says, "You get to write on the next season of Red versus Blue." Are you gonna say no? <laughs> Hell no! 
I you, would have some questions, though. Yeah, why, why is Willy Wonka hiring me to uh, write for Red versus Blue? They I'm own the license, worried. so. Have you seen what he gets up to? Mm. Antics, I would believe. <laughs> yeah, that would be why I'm worried. Yeah, he eats candy and gets electroshocked. That's my guy. Uh, only, only. I assume it's on HBO Max, so that's why I brought it up. But, uh, it, it. But that's the thing: is RVB will always have that. Oh, it's red versus blue. You know, if you look at certain, for lack of a better term, certain web IPs. There are a couple that break through and and you would put on like a Mount Rushmore of web content like this. And and when you hear red versus blue, you go, oh, is that still happening? Or I, we're st- still going or I'm very excited to see what they do because we've seen so much. And, and you talked about season 14 earlier. We've seen so much that now that we have new voices and like look at this diverse writers room oh my god it's not just it's not just a group of white men who knew um but we get new stories and new perspectives in a world that we're already familiar with and that is very exciting yeah it's god this writers room looks amazing honestly and they were talking about how, yeah, this panel feels a lot like one of our writer's room meetings. And actually, once the panel's over, we're going to go have a writer's room meeting <laughs> with everyone who's here. But watching everyone be enthusiastic about it, and I feel like for people who work on Red versus Blue, there's no, it's a paycheck. There's a whole lot of, I want to be here. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Eddie talking about how he wants to bring back the bad Photoshop jokes. <laughs> Uh, Hannah somehow becoming my favorite person on this panel by leaning in and going, let me tell you all of my head cannons. And I'm like, let me just open up a new notepad document. All right, go. Like, I, again, this, this, these are the fandom circles I run in. But the that, second you find someone else who is into your shit, you lean in and go, head cannon time. Let's go. What are yours? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And so, when they match, you go, yeah. When I this th- is this, how we do. This is something that I imagine we're at RTX. We have an interview with Hannah scheduled, and we go to the panel, and whatever we had planned for the panel goes away. And Katie goes, "I I want to interview Hannah because all I want to do is ask her about her head cannons." <laughs> this those, is the panel now. <laughs> tell me that people would not watch that interview. No, you're right. You you're absolutely right. But that's that's that was one of my favorite things about our like our working is. We, I, I'm always, I, and, and it's something to anybody who, who wants to do media in the future. The best thing to do is to ask the people what to talk about, what they want to talk about. Like, sure. You got to get in the plugs at some point, but like, don't start with, uh, we're here and I want to talk to you about your role and blah, blah, blah. Just like, yo, you mentioned head cannons. Where do you want to start? <laughs> <laughs> This, this is one of the reasons that one of my favorite go-to interview questions for actors, for anyone who's playing a character, and this obviously doesn't really work as well for production side, is where would you like your character to go from here? And sometimes it's a very deep philosophical answer. And sometimes it's, I want Wash to run a brothel that has a bunch of cats. And sometimes it's, I want to send Felix to Disneyland. Or be like, <laughs> what's, just, what's your character's favorite cereal? And why? 
See, I usually fight those because it's the same vein of if your character could have a pet, if your character could this, like, I'm not as fond of those, but that's just me. Different interview styles. Yeah. But yeah, you you ask something like that and either, you know, they've thought about it, they're really into their character and they really want to talk about like, yeah, this is what happens in their head. This is what I think of when I do this line or this action or whatever. And sometimes they just riff like crazy on it, which is the, the, God, the interview with just the Disneyland thing (laughs) was insane and a ridiculous amount of fun. But that's the sort of thing. You ask them, uh, Mark's right, you ask them what they want to talk about. You go for their interests. And then you just watch the magic happen and nudge it along in places when it needs to be nudged. That's the job of an interviewer, nudging the magic. Can, can I also just say that like to, to get back, let's, let's to interviewing and getting back more to how, how passionate all these people are. I'm really excited like this this panel made me really excited for two things one i love that like they refer to this as like an r&d season um like because it's essentially like okay yeah we we got to figure out this technology and and everything like that i i i get the need for experimentation in that regard but because that has allowed them to have like non-canonical fun it's kind of fantastic that they're basically getting to do whatever they want as long as it's funny. Uh, like, I, I'm really excited for that. Uh, I'm really excited to see what that experimentation brings because, like, I I don't necessarily think, like, like just, I, uh, look, I'm really excited for this sort of cul-de-sac of fun that we're about to have before we get back to serious business <laughs> with yeah. with the next season, because they they made a very significant point of saying that of like, hey, you know, RVB Zero, we had a lot of fun, but it was a lot of serious business. Like there was comedy in there, yeah, but like there was a lot going on with the characters. They were dealing with some stuff. There was family drama, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna go play in that cul-de-sac for a little while. <laughs> Give the characters a chance to play too, uh, and then you know before we hit the road again with season nineteen. And I like that they they have this experimentation phase to do whatever they want because I think they're also probably going to be discovering things about the characters as they as they write them and as they get these interesting character interactions. Like I think it's going to be beneficial for a number of reasons. Reasons, not just figuring out the tech. Uh, so that's going to be fun. I also think it's like partially, and, and I don't believe that they said this at all during the panel, but I also think it's giving them more time to write the next season of Red versus Blue. So like, I, I really like that idea too of like, okay, let's let's take more time and figure out where we're going to go with this. I, I really like, to me, that makes me really excited as a fan. Yeah, and I appreciate when they actually do take the time and when they have the time to be able to sit back and go, all right, what are we doing from here? What are we doing next? Like, for Ruby, before they get to volume 10, I would not begrudge them a season if they just gave us, like, a season of Ruby Chibi because they needed some time to plot out the next volumes between 9 and 10. Like, 
I wouldn't begrudge them that either. I would imagine that writing a season a year is hard, actually. Or or like three seasons at a time, like yeah. for full. But like, I think that's why Chibi was beneficial is, you know, as certain things start to get more serious and more serious, it offers the all involved an opportunity for a little bit of levity. And and they sort of yeah, talked about how... <laughs> you get a break from the seriousness. Yeah. Uh, they, they talked about uh, on this panel how, not necessarily how serious, but how how serious the, the stakes were and how serious the characters took stuff. So this, in a similar vein, like the fact that people aren't necessarily seeing that this, this is a, an opportunity to be like chibi and give everybody an opportunity to to work and experience these characters in a new way that and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about all of the ruby stuff that was announced um but like maybe maybe some of the stuff will bleed over into actual canonical events and and maybe it won't i like that idea megan yeah family shatters is the ruby chibi of rvb zero so let's take it and run with it yeah and and I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, if this wasn't some WandaVision shit. <laughs> you can't lie to me, Eddie. <laughs> this is just all what Zero is constructing in his head while he's stuck in this armor that has possessed him because of his hubris. Yes. <laughs> Specifically, these are this is this is all stuff that the that entity has constructed for him to torment him. <laughs> oh, see, I saw that as him constructing it as sort of a sanity-keeping measure. He always wanted to be the cool uncle to Axel's kid. I could see it going both ways. <laughs> Fair. It could be either. Have you ever heard of the warthog of Theseus? And, but imagine, imagine what is it's love. It's not a really good memory. <laughs> it's church and ghost church next to each other, staring <laughs> at each other. Yeah. It's church and epsilon. Yeah, there you go. Much better. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. We wow. Did it. I we thanks, did it, Mark. You made me sad. <laughs> God damn. And see, Happy to be you back. can still go back to those characters and create things. It's good. <laughs> it's just just WandaVision, but it's with Blood Gulch crew. You say that like I wouldn't watch the hell out of that. <laughs> See, that's in to build, and we have the opportunity. We have the technology. I'm gonna lay down. Actually, <laughs> WandaVision with the Blood Gulch crew is half of season nine. I was gonna say uh, technically, technically, we've already done it. <laughs> Blood Gulch and did it. If you want to reunit season, oh my if god! If you want to, if you want to get technical, um, you know, time travel-y shenanigans too Don't. with um, <laughs> with Loki sort of messing. Yeah, things. well, no, that's variants and yeah, 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 yeah. God, it's not even Simpsons did it. It's Blood Gulch did it. Yellow Church, <laughs> Crocodile Loki is Yellow Church. Oh God, has anybody made a uh uh? A, a poster for for the for Loki, <laughs> like a a a Disney Plus Loki poster, but with other Loki no. with with red versus blue characters. <laughs> yeah. No, but I can't wait. Let's do it. 
I stand behind yellow church is crocodile Loki. Alligator Loki? <laughs> is it alligator. Alligator? alligator? Alligator, thank you. Thank you. It's okay. It's okay. Um, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about about the panel? I mean, yeah, if you've gotten not. if you've gotten this far and haven't watched the panel, what do you watch the panel? Go. Yeah, I like I, I just want to reiterate again, everybody on the panel was so enthusiastic and excited, um, not only for this coming season, but the season that follows. Like, I'm really looking forward to this. And again, if it's not your cup of tea, that's totally fine and valid. And feel free to critique media in whatever way you you whatever avenue works for you. But don't attack or tear down other people who a do like the thing or b work on the thing. Don't don't be that guy. Just don't. There's this little song going around the internet, and it's ju- the refrain is just, it's okay to not like things, but don't be a dick about the things you don't like. Simple. Easy. Your life is so much richer if you let go of <laughs> anger at entertainment. Oh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, oh my who, God. Who like, has the time? Oh, I don't know. I think we've <laughs> seen a lot of people who are making the time. Yeah. That's the problem. Anyway. We have we have spoken to you at length about opinions and your right to have them and moderating where and how you express them. We've talked about art. We've talked about how much we're looking forward to this panel. What we haven't talked about yet is us. So, Mark, where can the people find you? So you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram at Mark B. Donica. You can also, um, before we completely wrap, uh, wrap up, I just wanted to say if you're listening to this now, please make sure to listen to our other uh, RTX style panels that we're, I mean, we're, we're doing shows, but make sure to listen to all of our other stuff too. If you're excited about Ruby, if you're excited about uh, RTX in general, we're trying to sort of, uh, mirror and extend the experience that we would usually create at an RTX. So uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for checking all of that other stuff out. Make sure to, to follow us uh, across all of our social medias at uh, the rooster team. And I, I'm man, I'm, I'm excited for the future of red versus blue and I'm excited to crack open unreal. Yeah. Yay. Show us your stuff when you make it. I'll get back to you in a year. I have okay. some scripts for you. Thank you. That is. <laughs> You're going to go dig up those scripts? No. That is the Do exact it. thing I wanted you to say. Oh, the last thing. Um, if you are an anime fan, specifically a One Piece fan, uh, go listen to Yayo Talk Show, which is our a One Piece show that I do with Caden Jensen, Al McClellan Jr., who worked on Red vs. Blue Zero, and Molly Flood. We It's it's pure madness. Even if you if you don't watch one piece listen to episode zero see how i brought it around listen to episode (laughs) zero if you like our oeuvre then uh maybe consider uh dropping us a subscription it's free yayo talk show it's it's dumb fun check it out good times megan 
I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. Uh, Katie and I do a YouTube channel called Silver Screams where we talk about horror things. And I uh, do a Lost retrospective podcast called No Love Lost, where my co host Will Link loves Lost and I don't. And we talk about it. But you know what we don't do is attack creators for the things that we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a discussion between adults. It's always a good thing to have. <laughs> And I'm Katie. You can follow me all over the social medias as well as on YouTube and Twitch at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. I, too, am on yet another podcast. It is called On the Point. It is an Overwatch and Overwatch League podcast. We have a really good time, and we're about to sit down and talk about the events of the Summer Showdown, in which I sit here and go, the Chaos Pandas almost had it. We were so close. I'm in it for chaos, and it's a lot of fun to talk about that way. Yeah, follow that at On The Point Pod and also on my YouTube, and it's a grand old time. Um, As always, we end with important things. Get vaccinated if you are able. Wear a mask indoors and out. We have the Delta variant happening, and that's not fun for anybody, so keep wearing your mask. Support the post office. Support your essential workers. Be kind to your essential workers. Black Lives Matter. Black LGBTQIA lives matter. Black trans lives matter. AAPI lives matter. Black lives matter. That has not changed. That is not going to change. Contact your representatives. Vote in your local elections. And yeah, get vaccinated, wear a mask, and take care of each other because that is the only way we are going to get through this. Your fellow human beings are deserving of your love and compassion, and you should extend it to them. And remember that we love you. This has been RVB Recall, over and out.